Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. In this episode, you'll hear from Sharon Salmon, who's been helping the Clifton Ministerial Alliance put together and maintain the community garden next to the Clifton Food Pantry. We'll also talk with Brian Davis and David Anvitarte of the Bosque Corral. Now, for today's News Blast. But first, an important message on pet care from one of our sponsors. We've got a special message from Clifton Feed about taking care of your pets in the colder weather this season. We are the animal superstore. We want to think about our pets. First of all, their health. Number two, their environment. If they're an outside animal, do they have shelter? Do they have a nice place to stay out of the wind? Nutrition is something that we take care of and pay attention to year-round, particularly in the wintertime. Clifton Feed has about 10 different brands that we sell now. Our number one brand, and that's exclusive. It is made by Purina, so it does have all of the nutrition covered. It has vitamins, minerals, proteins. Our front door is always open. Come in, we can answer a lot of questions. If we don't know the answer, we know where to find it. We've got a lot of research backing what we do with our nutrition products. So ask us questions. That's what we're here for. One of the exclusive is the greatest dog food there ever was. The dog can utilize more of it and there's less waste. So you don't have to worry about walking in the backyard and encountering any surprises. Stop by 203 East 5th Street in Clifton or call 254-675-3416. For our lead story, we caught up with Sharon Salmon, who's been working hard on the community garden located right outside the Clifton Food Bank. She told us the story of how the idea began. My name is Sharon Salmon, and I am working with the Clifton Ministerial Alliance on the Food Bank Garden. It was one of those brainstorming things. I was working at the food bank one time with Mary Jean there, and we just started talking. It turned out to be that both of our passions would be to have a garden to feed the people that need the food. And so we looked out the door at the big empty spot there, and we said, that's it. So we contacted Clint over at the First Presbyterian, and come to find out his passion had always been to have a garden there, because I guess his degree at A&M was in horticulture. So I guess you might call it a God thing, you know, it just came out of an idea, and it flourished since then. In fact, we've had, I've harvested lettuce and tomatoes and radishes so far. When I've been up at the food pantry, the people that are waiting for the food, I'll ask them if they want something, and they're always really surprised. And so I'll tell them, well, you know, let me walk out in the garden and pick it for you and bring it to you. They've been absolutely thrilled so far. And I never thought anybody would like radishes, but apparently they do. But how did the project actually come together? Well, the first thing, of course, we were looking at the ground itself and realized that there was no way that we could dig up that ground. So that out of the question, we had to go with the raised bed. I had made a raised bed for a friend, so we just incorporated that same design, figured out how many we want. We have 30 raised beds there. Then when we had the big Clifton work day, we bought all the lumber, and we had, gosh, probably 20 guys out there cutting and hammering and putting all the beds together. Of course, then you have to have dirt to fill in it, and so I found some in Waco at Landscape Supply, and we ordered an entire truck of dirt that got <laughs> delivered into the parking lot. It was quite a sight to see. It was like a semi-truck full of dirt. And then um, we had some gentlemen come out from the Terrace Department one day and just helped me fill all the beds. 
So wow. it's been a real community effort to get the thing going to even to that point. She's had help from a contractor, Tracy, as well as the Bosque County Sheriff's Office. Of course, she talked about the future of the garden as well. It's Tracy Custom Landscapes. So he's been helping me a lot on that. And now it's just watching the plants grow, keeping them watered. Our next wish list, of course, is a drip irrigation system. Ooh. So, yeah, it's um, hand watering. That thing gets to be sort of old after a while. <laughs> yeah. But um, we've reached out to several people, but so far we haven't been able to find one that has the time for that. So that's our next hope. Right now it's just trying to keep everything we have in there alive. Oh, every kind of fall vegetable you can think of so and i noticed that the cauliflower is now blooming or coming up so it's it's a challenge the first year it's a lot of trial and error and luckily they've been real patient with me as far as working things out but we're hoping in the spring to be fully planted right now we are fully planted but to also incorporate some fruits in there and just have a good time with that's the main thing in in the spring we'll get some volunteers to come out and, and help work there and i'd love to have you know, people come by and stop and visit all the time and look around, and I just love that. It just, you know, a garden is meant to be shared with everybody. Thanks, Sharon. And I think we may have found the real reason behind gardening in our conversation. And here's a message from one of our favorite stops in Bosque County. The Corner Drug Cafe has daily lunch specials, fresh coffee, and the capability to cater any event, large or small. Family gatherings, corporate events, and special occasions all apply for this local establishment that still features an authentic soda fountain. Located in the historic Brooks Building in downtown Clifton, the cafe keeps the crowds coming back. To the news desk and local events. The Greater Valley Mills Chamber of Commerce, along with the Valley Mills Lions Club, will host Christmas in the Park Saturday, December 11th. The event starts with the morning parade that ends up in the park, which will feature food trucks and a bazaar for vendors. Santa Claus is expected to make an in-person appearance. The vendor's bazaar begins at 9 a.m. and ends at 2 p.m. Santa will be available for photo opportunities and wish lists from 10 a.m. to noon. And it's here. The Cranfield's Gap Ludafisk Dinner still has spots available for the 515, 6, and 645 dinner seating. It's set in the cafeteria at Cranfield's Gap ISD, Saturday, December 4th. Call 210-253 for more information on tickets. And remember, it's a Nordic tradition. Join in on the annual Christmas on the Bosky Parade, Saturday, December 4th. The parade lineup begins at 5 p.m., with judging set to begin at 5.30 p.m. Come 6, participants will start moving towards Meridian Park along the usual route. Santa will step off his float to greet children and accept their Christmas list for this year. The Bosky Arts Center is also hosting a gingerbread making class Sunday, December 12th from 2 to 4 p.m. The cost is 35 bucks per house and all ages from 5 to 95 are invited to attend this annual tradition. Call 254-675-3724 to sign up or find out more. And it's finally the weekend of the Norwegian Country Christmas Tour. 
Historic locations around Bosque County have already been selected with Norwegian history, food, and more planned on this grand tour of the Hill Country. The Norwegian luncheon, put on by the Cranfields Gap Chamber of Commerce, is set from 11.30 to 1 p.m. Heritage Village is the perfect place for Christmas shopping at Clifton City Park. Call 254-675-3720 or 1-800-344-3720 for tickets and tour information. And tonight, the Clifton Chamber of Commerce's annual lighted Christmas parade is set. The lineup begins at 6 p.m. this evening with the parade to start moving at 6.30 p.m. Local clubs, nonprofits, residents, and business owners are expected to participate. The city of Clifton recently planted an Eldarica, or Afghan pine, from the Roddy Tannenbaum tree farm. The tree lighting will take place after the parade with open receptions at the Bosque Museum and Bosque Arts Center. Leon's floor covering has been a Clifton staple for over 70 years. They know how to get the job done right, and if they can't, they've got a list of locally trusted contractors that they'd use for their own home. From taking it down to the studs and building it right back up, Leon's can handle whichever room you want to facelift or remodel for. Stop by the store to see all the options for your living room, kitchen, bathroom, dining room, playroom, and more. They've got marble countertops, tile, wood floors, fixtures, you name it. Find Kelly Moore paints or even have your vacuum serviced. Leon's floor covering is in downtown Clifton right at the corner of Avenue D and 5th Street. For questions, call 254-675-8686 and they'll be eager to help plan every part of your next project and get the job done right the first time. It's a family tradition. Santa Claus is headed to the Meridian Public Library Thursday, December 9th from 4 to 6 p.m. The event is also an open house for the library. And angels are on the trees in Meridian, Clifton, Laguna Park, Iredale, and many more towns this week. Stop by the Clifton Post Office for applications or call 254-435 to find a coordinator for your area or get in touch with the Meridian Coordinator. The Greater Valley Mills Chamber of Commerce is looking for entrance in its annual Spread the Light Decorating Contest. Both businesses and residential properties are eligible for prizes in this contest. Email valleymillschamber at gmail.com for the form. Entries can be submitted online or in person at 504 East Avenue C in Valley Mills. You have to have a business or residence within the city of Valley Mills limits or no further than a half mile away. And don't forget about the cash prizes for first, second, and third place. The Nellie Peterson Civic Library in Clifton will host a pop-up book sale benefiting the friends of the Nellie Peterson Civic Library. The sale will be held from 12 to 3 p.m. Saturday, December 4th. Visit bosquecountyblast.com for more information. Just search library. ViraClear is a game changer when it comes to sanitizing against COVID-19 and other harmful bacteria in the kitchen, school, and more. By using the latest technology to create a barrier between surfaces and germs, this local turnkey company keeps customers and staff safe as long as those counters and surfaces stay clean. Call Mike Mursky at 833-817-3620 for more details 
and visit viraclear.net to check out the video of how it works. That's 833-817-3620 to ViraClear. And for our final story today, we'll talk to Brian Davis, board member of the Bosky Civic Music Association, and conductor-slash-director David Anavitarte about the upcoming rendition of Handel's Messiah. You can hear selections from the production at the Fraser Performance Hall at the Bosky Arts Center December 9th. I'm Brian Davis. The Bosky Chorale will be presenting selections from Handel's Messiah. This music is over 250 years old, and it was actually the first concert presented by the Bosky Chorale in December 2009, shortly after the group was organized. There are over 40 members singing in the chorus. It was originally written uh, as a theatrical piece to be played in performance halls. But through the years, it's taken on a different role. And uh, it's probably one of the most performed pieces uh, in music history. This, I believe, is the fourth time that it's been done by the chorale. So the show is dedicated in memory of Steve Watson and Joy Williamson this year, musical dynamos in their own right. Well, both Steve and Joy were personal friends of mine. Both were very active at First Presbyterian Church. They probably met there at the church, and both were instrumental in the formation of the Bosque Corral back in 2009. I can't think of anyone that did more to get the corral off the ground than Steve and Joy. Steve was unofficially or officially chairman of the corral ever since it began and up until the time of his death. Joy was the first director for the corral. She conducted... Handel's Messiah, the first production presented by the Chorale back in December of 2009. Of course, they were both alive when the last concert was presented in December 2019. It was so close to both Steve and Joy's hearts in their memory, this upcoming concert on December the 9th. Steve Watson continued to learn music until he lost his voice several months before he passed. The Bosque Corral, I think, was the realization of a dream for Steve. He was passionate about a lot of things, but especially music. He loved music. He could do anything in the Bosque Corral. He could step in at any time and conduct the singers. He could play the piano and did most of the time. He could sing any part. And he could step in on a moment's notice and take anyone's place. He was just remarkable, his talent. I continued taking lessons in the organ up until just a few months before he passed away. And Joyce was a positive force to be reckoned with, both in music and in character. Joy Williamson grew up here in Bosque County. She was a student at Clifton College, which is located where the Art Center is now, And so she was a member of the choir there when she was a young woman in the early 1950s and sang on the third floor and sang Handel's Messiah there. So no one was more passionate than Joy to see the third floor restored, which was completed in 2017, and for it to become home to the Bosque Corral, where all concerts are now held. Joy spent 45 years in the public school system as a music teacher and inspired thousands of students in schools all over the state. It's just a great loss to, to, 
to the corral and to the community, both of them. We spoke to director David Anavitarte about the upcoming show and what to expect. My name is David Anavitarte, music director and conductor of the Bosque Corral, which is one of my organizations. And I've been with Bosque since 2013. We did the spring concert that year. It was an all-Broadway. And we have been with Bosque ever since. I also conducted Brazos Chamber Orchestra, which is an orchestra that plays in uh, different counties here around south of the DFW area, Cleveland, Mansfield, Granbury, Burleson. And our concerts are free, and we do two concerts a year, two or three concert series a year. And I'm also director of music and worship at Granbury First Methodist Church there in Granbury. Choir up here at Brazos Chorus that we also work with. Handel's Messiah is a special work because it's one that is fresh every year and has been playing since the 1700s when Handel premiered it. It covers the life of Jesus in three parts. First part is basically his birth. Second part is the passion, his experience at the cross. And then the third part is seeing glory in heaven with the angels. Here's what selections have been chosen, as well as how the practice has been going in the months leading up to this. And we're going to do excerpts of a little bit of all three sections, more in the first and second, and maybe a chorus from the third section. The crowd has been hard at work since September uh, preparing it. It's a very difficult work in the sense that it uh, it was it's instrumentally driven, and voices have to put their um, singers have to put their voices on these notes that are they feel like they're playing violin while you're singing with syllables. But they have worked hard, and it should be an exciting performance for the performers. We do have a string octet playing. So just a small chamber orchestra of strings and a pianist. String players are very strong, and so it should be a very a very musical experience for those listening, as well as prayerfully a moving experience for those coming. But it's been a journey with the corral. Uh, members have come and gone. Sadly, some, some have died throughout the years. They're missed. We just continue to plot on and are starting to make plans for spring 2022. So it shows the versatility of the voices of this crowd that can capture the different styles of music that they sing and be able to do it successfully with choral excellence. For the last of this story, we asked Davis for a little bit of the folklore of Handel's Messiah. The story goes that when King George first saw the production in 1743, I believe, that he was so overwhelmed by the music that he stood up to show his approval. Well, the rest of the audience followed suit because you didn't want to displease the king. And so the tradition started to stand during that rousing finale for the Messiah, which is the Hallelujah Chorus. It's a good group of people that work hard, and they put their heart and soul into it. It's just an honor for my wife and I to be part of this organization and continue striving for this choral excellence, all for the glory of God. Thanks, you two, and we can't wait for the show. Be sure to call the Bosky Arts Center or visit bosqueyartscenter.org for this performance. The last one in 2019 was something else and leaves most audience members spellbound. And that's it for the Bosky County Blast. Download the Bosky County Blast mobile app on Google Play or in your app store. If you'd like to support our podcast and what we do, head over to bosquycountyblast.com, hit the subscribe button, and sign up for premium content as well as breaking news across Bosky County. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Art Devitalis. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.